Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to Cross-Eyed Ned's Word on the Line. And uh, today I just wanted to look at a passage here in, let's see, the passage is 2 Kings chapter 2. Now let's just go ahead and Well, you could read the whole passage, chapter two. There's a great, uh, there's a great thing going on here, a great testimony. For one, Elisha has known Elijah after the flesh for quite some time, and what I mean by that is that he has known him with the natural eyes, according to his natural reasoning, his natural mind, and he's known a person, but that's been according to the natural senses. The senses which are above, uh, are uh, which are below. That's it, below. And here in Second Kings chapter two, there's a great transition happening in Elisha's heart. It's a transitioning from what governs the mind of humanity of man to the mind of God, from the knowledge of man to the knowledge of God, which is Christ Jesus. A great transition happening. And for one thing, this whole journey, I call it the journey of knowledge, the journey of understanding. Um, it, in, in, excuse me, in Second, Second Kings chapter 2, this journey, this short little journey here, it begins in the land. It begins in the kingdom of Israel. And it never, it never leaves the kingdom of Israel. You can say that Elisha was born into the kingdom. He never left it. And there's this thing that's happening with crossing the Jordan. And see, not to go into a great long explanation of it, the Jordan, crossing the Jordan is basically just where the understanding of God begins to be submitted to. Because reality, just real quick, reality happens at the Red Sea. When they crossed, when they came across the Red Sea, when they came from death unto life, from the realm of the dead, Egypt, unto life, as the Lord said, you saw what I did to the Egyptians and how that I brought you with eagle's wings unto myself. And yet we know that the children of Israel were still governed. Their hearts were still submitted unto a king who is not present. And so finally that comes to an end when they cross the Jordan, that second generation. They cross the Jordan. The Lord says, I've rolled away the reproach, the memory, everything of the first. I've rolled it away. No more the heart submitted unto the first. So right here, you, you just there's like a tremendous testimony of a heart coming from the knowledge of man to the knowledge of God. And see, we can say that, oh yes, I want to do that. I want to pray. I want to pray that the Lord bring me. And it's not so much of a 
thing of the Lord bringing us, because He does. He wants us. He, God, has no desire for us to continue with our hearts governed by ignorance. No. He wants our hearts to be governed by wisdom, knowledge, understanding who Christ Himself is. The wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the understanding of God, who Christ Himself is. And see, just real quick, uh, let's see. 2 Kings chapter 2. And and I love this. Uh, Let's just start with verse 8. And Elisha took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters, and they were divided hither and thither, and they too went over on dry ground. So they crossed, like if this is the Jordan, they're in here in the kingdom of Israel. They cross the Jordan, and guess what? They are still in the kingdom of Israel, but they cross the Jordan. And so now they have to make a return trip, if you will. Verse 9, And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. Ask anything you want. Now, ask anything. And Elisha said, I pray thee that a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And we should know that the double portion always goes to the firstborn. Elijah was not the firstborn. Christ is the firstborn. So essentially, he was asking basically this. The one unto whom your heart is submitted unto, may my heart be submitted unto as well. The firstborn. Unto whom belongs the double portion. Remember Elijah, the first thing he declares, the Lord liveth before before whose face I stand. Before whom I stand. Elijah was governed and his heart was submitted Well, let me say it this way. The heart of Elijah was submitted unto the kingdom of God, unto that which governs the house of God, unto that which governs the creation of God. So, it goes on right here. Verse 10, And Elijah said to Elisha, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me, when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee but if not it shall not be so and so we want we want this transition to take place in our heart us who are believers and please please understand this us we who are believers we who are born again we who are the church we who are the body of Christ God hath already translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his love this happened at the moment of new birth Past tense. God hath, has already done this. But the question is, when will our heart be submitted unto that which the Lord has already done? Unto the kingdom of God that is present. And more specifically, unto the firstborn, Christ himself, who is present. Unto the knowledge of God, who is present unto the wisdom of God, the understanding of God, who is present. 
That's where this happens. That's when this happens. We want to put off the old and we want to be clothed upon anew. Well, there's... I've got to say this because I did just mention that. We have put off the old and we have put on the new because it was not our doing, it was the doing of God. Now the question remains, is our heart submitted unto that, unto the work of God, unto the Son of God who remains? Or is our heart submitted unto something else, something less, unto ignorance? And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me, when I am taken from thee, it shall be unto thee. But if not, it shall not be. Elijah essentially saying, if you see, because we we read this passage, if you see the resurrection, it shall be so. And if not, it will not be. And see, that's the whole key right there. And it's not... It's not an issue of seeing. It's not an issue of seeing things, of seeing spiritual things, of seeing testimonies of Christ in the Scripture. That's not the issue. The issue is seeing a person. If you see the resurrection, then you will, in your heart, be submitted unto the reality, the kingdom, the government that is present in the one who is present Christ himself. And it is only God the Father who can reveal the resurrection. Remember, Jesus, standing in front of our sister, she says, Lord, I know that in the resurrection, Lazarus will live again. And she is standing before the resurrection himself. And Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Where I am, the resurrection is present. Where I am, life is present. So it goes on, verse 11, And it came to pass, as they went on and talked, that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind whirlwind into heaven. Resurrection. And Elisha saw and cried, verse 12 of 2 Kings chapter 2, and cried, My father, my father. See, Elisha's heart had been prepared of God to continue after a person. And we, we see that with verse, you know, before that, verses ahead. Elijah tells Elisha, Stay here, the Lord hath called me on. As thy soul liveth, as the Lord liveth, and thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. I will not leave you. I'm not attached to a message. I'm not attached to a sermon. I'm not attached to a doctrine. I'm not attached to a teaching. I'm attached to a person. So even right here, where it says verse 12 of Second Kings chapter 2, and Elisha saw. It doesn't say, yay, I saw, I saw, I saw. No, 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 no. And Elisha saw, and he cried, My father, my father. He saw, 
a person. This is the issue of the ages. Whether we see a person or not. Remember what Elijah, excuse me, what Elijah told Elisha? If you see me, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof, and he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent them into pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. He saw the person of the resurrection. He saw the resurrection. God has performed a miracle because it was a hard thing to ask, a hard thing to do. Only God can do this. And immediately because of seeing the resurrection, because of seeing the person, he puts off his own wisdom, knowledge, understanding. It's destroyed. And now he is in wisdom, in knowledge, in understanding, clothed upon by another. Verse 14, And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. It is though Elisha could have declared, He is in me. Like Jacob, the Lord is here, and I knew it not. But because I see him, I can confess he is here. This is the house of God. Verse 15, And when the sons of the prophets, which were to view, which were to view at Jericho, saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. Not Elijah, excuse me, not Elisha, but Elisha. Basically declaring, Not I, but Christ. And he walks with his heart submitted unto this government, unto this reality, unto this kingdom, unto this firstborn who Christ himself is. So, this is how we come in our hearts in knowledge by the Spirit of God unto where God himself has already brought our souls in reality at the moment of new birth. So the Lord bless you. Uh, once again, please present this to the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit may do in our hearts that which God desires to do for his good pleasure. Amen. For more, uh, you can visit crossidenet.com. Lord bless. Have a good day. Amen.